and welcome to the Final Shots podcast, our first recorded one. Yeah, How's you, how do you feel? I feel good, I feel good. It's number nine. Yeah. And actually this is a bit of an exciting one. Why? Why is that? Uh, this is the uh, Sports 2022 Extravaganza. Whoa. Or 2023. It's like um, a... A year in review A year in review of 2022, but yeah. Well, you get it, you get it. So, big if sport? Uh, what you say? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Clearly there's Did some, you not uh... hear me or did you just not... No, I, I, I didn't it's a, hear The camera's are yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, A big year for sport? Well, if you say the World Cup is... If that's big, then it's been a massive year in sport. And more importantly, someone's doing better than someone else in fantasy football, which is all what we care about. Um, okay. <laughs> Nando's is a serious thing. Messi may have won the World Cup. Spoiler alert. But who wins this 40 quid Nando's bet? It's really the true winner. I know, I know. And I believe I was very nice to... Actually, we'll discuss this, we'll won't discuss. we? We'll discuss. We can discuss that. Yeah? Okay. We can discuss that. So, this is the first shit... Oh, no. This is your first time doing fantasy football. Mm. Give me your highs and your lows. So, I would say... All of it is low. <laughs> there are no highs. Because when you feel like you're doing well, that's just setting yourself up for the defeat, you know? Well, I guess you have got quite good competition. Um, oh, all right. All right. But, so, to put in context, basically, our fantasy league, I'm destroying you. Yeah. However, there's been a change. We've given you a second chance, I believe. Second chance. New year, new me. New so, fantasy. Yeah. So we're starting a new league, and we're currently, as at the time of recording, we're on 166 points each. I thought I, I thought I'd. I don't know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. This, this we can beat you though. Yes, yeah. But it was, it's all to play for, neck and neck. Do you think you have a chance? I think I've got a chance, mate. I've got the same map players or more. Um, I believe you have one more. Yeah. Because I have Pereira, Kepa, and. Oh no, maybe I have one more and Mount. No, I've got three. Oh, have you got three too? Yes, oh, you got the legend Tim Ream. Oh, Ream, Ream did very well. Oh, you got four. I might even say it was well, Ream. Well, do you remember that? <laughs> oh, what? As Joey in... Essex. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. My mum even bought uh, me some uh, Ream socks from Primark. I thought back we... in the day. Ream was giving me flashbacks of like a little bit lever. From, little bit leave it. Cam, but... Little bit leave it. So, we're starting the new, uh, the better fresh. Whoever wins it from, I guess it was game week 18? Is this the second week? Mm. So, we're starting from game week 18 and hopefully have a chance. And if you lose this oh, time, because you've learned a lot, I feel. And yeah, I've learned a lot. And I've don't you think, in general, your team is quite good? I think You pick so. nice players, so. it's just sometimes fantasy can be unlucky. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> but my NBA fantasy... It's oh, actually so not doing that well either, that. but it's what I'm more, it's what I'm more yeah. vibing with. I, uh, I just feel like I've been given an unlucky, unlucky position really, because basically we're playing with James' friends, and our friends, our, our friends, yeah. And there's two um, divisions. How is it? West and East. Exactly. So I think there's about five teams in each division, and the best top four go through, or so we thought. So basically. In our West division, kind of like the NBA now, but not really. The East is actually quite good. Um, because there's so many good teams in the West, so that's a few of us in it, including me and Tara. 
um, there's a guarantee one team that's going to get uh, into the playoffs on the East in this fantasy, which means we can only have a maximum of three teams going through in our division. And basically, we've got four teams that are as good. And I thought I was in the clear, but I think it's between me and Tara to get this fourth spot for the uh, playoffs. So it it's really is heated. a it's getting heated on the it really is a rivalry. <laughs> and so far, I've won both encounters, I believe. Ooh. Which so if me and Tara were neck and neck, yeah, it goes on like head to head. Which mm. so far is two 0 So I guess you just can't beat me up, fantasy. Really. I was doing so well though. At the beginning, it was just beautiful. There was a curse. You put so very much like the H three uh, Gabe curse. <laughs> th- there has been an Aiton curse, which is. So I, uh, one of our friends, uh, wasn't really playing, and my whole aim of this is not to do well, or at least initially it wasn't until I started to do it's well. T- then... Until you got power hungry. <laughs> but um, my aim was just to get as many. Suns players as possible because they're the best players. I just wanted the full league and I just wanted them all. Um, but yeah, our friend who wasn't really playing, he had Aiton. Okay. I said, I'll swap you. And I obviously, you, you bargain him wise, he doesn't care, but I'll, I'll put in my like crappiest player, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, my players were pretty good at the time. Yeah. So, he was quite good. He just got injured. Exactly. Um, there's Smith Jr. Yeah. Which seems a bit unfair, right? But normally, what you'd have is like a kind of black ball kind of situation. What, what so it? you have a review period. Mm. So I would say, hey Tara, I'll, if you give me Devin Booker, I'll give you Chris, Tristan Thompson. Mm, mm, mm. In no right mind would they not agree to that. But let's say she did. Um, then everybody else in you know our fantasy league will have to like, can veto it basically. Veto, that's the word I was looking um, for. However, apparently there was no veto in the system currently. If I there is know. now. I didn't know. So basically she cheated the system. I did not cheat the system. However, I, I don't there's think... There's a flaw in the system. And she exploited it. I did Says know. every rich person in the oh whole bloody God. world. Oh my God. Very convenient. However, <laughs> um, I don't think you've won since. No. Or have you? Maybe. I don't know if I have. Once? I don't think I have. It's been, it's been bad news the whole time. Okay. And before that, I was on a winning streak. Yeah. I was killing it. And then, actually no, the only team to beat the leading uh, person in our yeah, fantasy yeah, yeah. league right now. So I, I think, is it time to just get rid of Aiton? Just not, no, even, not even trade no, him, no, just get no, rid no, of him. No. I can't do it because I love him. If you don't win... And I love the Suns. The week I mean, after, that, it really is a curse. I don't know what happened. But yeah, you've got a chance to win this I, week, I've right? I've got a chance. I've, I've got a chance, but it's a it's a slim slim chance. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, who knows? I think it'll be another final shots. Um, competition. I don't know. Yeah. Head to head. That's the word. Okay. Head to head. Which we'll who who do you think's winning right now? If we had to say me. Oh. I mean, technically in the table and by points you are winning, but like. By how many Suns players? Yes, you are winning. <laughs> exactly. Which is which is the parameter. I've we always got to be winning on that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but I love how we talked about the most important news in sport this year, and it was yes, just fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, okay, so on to more... The actual news, news yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it was the World Cup this year. Mm-hmm. Um, bit controversial, you know, just a little bit. If you haven't heard about it, it was hosted, in, it was hosted in Qatar, which, you know, a bit, well... Bit homophobic, potentially. Potentially. Human, you know, allegedly. <laughs> uh, 
alleged um, human rights issues. Are you scared, but, like, like... Yeah, just in case it get cancelled, you know? Like, because we're such a big podcast, right? Obviously. Um, and, and, you know, it's very rogue to say anything bad about Qatar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, you know, in, ca- in case they want to endorse... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you know? David Beckham deal. Exactly, you know. You know, he's going over to Qatar. Free holiday. Yeah, he just wants to promote the sport, of, of course. course you know? The money, course. you know. But... And it was a... It was an interesting World Cup because it was the first time it was like done during the winter because Qatar shouldn't host the World Cup because it's so hot. Forget all the sort of political issues, mm. the actual practical issues of a tradition which is always the, the World Cup being hosted in the summer was not allowed because there was fear the player safety would be, you know, they might faint on the pitch or, um, you know, in those heats you really shouldn't be uh, building stadiums. Um, or play football games. Mm-hmm. Exploiting workers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but, Add to the list. But <laughs> maybe, if we did take that aside, maybe it is a good opportunity to show maybe other hot com- uh, hot countries that they have the ability to host World Cup on a more silver lining yeah. basis. Honestly, I enjoyed a winter... Uh, I was going to say winter Olympics. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I enjoyed a winter World Cup. I think a lot of people didn't yeah. because you kind of want to be like out there in the pubs and the sun. And that's nice. But it's also kind of nice to just have like a night in with the family. Everyone closing up watching the football. Okay. It's a different kind of vibe. And it's also like Christmas. So the pubs where you do go, it's all like lights and stuff. It's lovely. I enjoy it. So I think it's fair to say, correct me if I'm wrong, that this was your first World Cup experience where you were following. You know, you were Properly following, invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've dabbled. Okay. I've dabbled. Are you now fully in? Are you still to be convinced? What was your experience? Oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. It was so much fun. Yeah. I'm going to watch it every year now. So you're a hooligan now. Hooligan. Absolute bloody hooligan. Um, and it's just fun, kind of like, obviously, just like, I don't know, not taking it too seriously, but also being invested in things that really don't matter. I guess that's all of sport, <laughs> to be honest. I think I'm just as gold why people like sport. Um, but no, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, especially this World Cup, I feel like there was so much madness that was happening you know, initially when, like, Saudi fucking won. Yeah, when they and beat Argentina. Like, who? Okay. Who, yeah, insane, right? Exactly. And it was, like, a whole World Cup through, through a whole World Cup full of these things. And I think, um, especially the Saudi one, oh, my gosh, it makes you so, like, oh, do we care about the country? Mm. And it's just, the same with Qatar. Like, it's a, it was full of, like, hmm... What is my opinion on this, you well, know? Th- did they end up scoring a goal? I may check that in a minute, but they didn't have... At least on their part, they didn't really have an amazing tournament, which is good. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, like, you know, same with Iran and stuff like that. Like, like sports definitely... Like, this World Cup made me realise how important sports is in terms of, like... Politically? Um, politically, uh, sports washing. We watched a documentary on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is super interesting. Uh, when it comes to Qatar and stuff, um, and just FIFA in general. Yeah. Um, it does make you realise it is important. Um, not necessarily in a good way, <laughs> but it is important. And, and, and these decisions that seem so arbitrary do matter. Um, that being said, I do love an underdog, so then when Saudi was winning, I was like, oh, <laughs> this is quite fun though. <laughs> so, you know, as more of a filmmaker, writer... Why don't you give me a few of the narratives that you really enjoyed? So I think from a political side, the 
Iranian story of, or like just the the, the messages people are doing, you okay. know, with uh, the players choosing not to sing the anthem, and in some ways, like I was talking about sports being political, it that was a political awareness tool in itself, because then people who didn't know about the Iranian situation, which I mean you probably should, but if you don't. You see that, and you're like, "Oh wow, why they why they aren't that?" Yeah, you know, and obviously that was like very brave for those players to do, um, with you know some of them who still had family in the country and everything. Yeah. Um, but then on like more lighthearted notes and more fun notes, kind of just um, Korea. Yeah. Okay. Getting through. Yeah. Um, there there was some mad ones. I'm trying to I'm trying to remember now because it felt like every day there was okay. a new. I can't believe this has happened, you know. So to spark... Okay, so I'll give a few of my highlights of the World Cup and maybe mm. you can tell me what you thought was the best story or just what you enjoyed the most. So for me, where I want to start is the final. I mm. think it might have been the best final yeah, I've ever seen of football, whether it's Champions League, World Cup, whatever. Say, saying that, probably the first 80 minutes was so boring. <laughs> so boring. Like... Argentina 2-0 up, Messi looking like he's going to cruise his first World Cup. Um, but then Mbappe had other ideas. Mm. You know, didn't quite do enough. He's not that good. You know, he couldn't make it so they... I mean, first hat-trick. Well, huh? second hat-trick. Second hat-trick, second yeah. Second hat-trick yeah, yeah. in the history, that's mad. Um, but that, the final was great. And so what's interesting is sport is political. Mm. It, it really is. Oh. Potentially everything is political, and there was something in my brain that was like, "You really can't take away the fact that this was a guitar." Like, mm. if this was somewhere else, I'm like, "Great final, no, no caveat." I'm like, "Now, nah, great final, shame it was a guitar." I think also, a lot of people were able to put that to the back of mind while you're enjoying it. Yes. However, at the end when they just put the cape on him, oh. like a little "I own you." He's not Superman, is he? <laughs> Um, yeah, it just felt, yeah. <laughs> but it was interesting, that final, because it, it kind of felt like the changing of the guard. Messi being the go. Sorry, Cristiano, Ronaldo, lovers. So, to us, I, I do admire the man, but we could talk about him a bit later in regards to... You prefer him over Messi, right? Uh, or, wait, I growing did. up. Growing yeah, up. I liked him more. I Real Madrid are not an underdog, but I always felt Barcelona was so good mm. that I wanted, you know not messy to win but i can appreciate he's the best yeah. but mbappe clearly showing maybe he's now he is the best player right now mm. um but he just couldn't quite get over the line but he's gonna be the the messy in the next 10 years or the messy is messy right now what do you think about is it ethan mbappe ethan mbappe i don't know his, his brother oh i don't know about he, his brother. <clears throat> i just saw on twitter he played a match with his brother i think he's probably like friendly oh yeah so it's quite cute his oh that's great I, I, yeah, I don't know if his name's Ethan. I feel like I could be wrong. Am I right? Uh, I, you know, I couldn't tell you. I thought you were doing some, some last minute no, research. No, I was sure. Have a look. I did. Such you didn't a even know fan. he had a brother. I didn't know he had a brother. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Ethan Mbappe, French footballer. Great. There we go. And he's <coughs> he's oh, obviously the PSG. younger brother. He's like sixteen. But Mbappe also plays PSG, right? Yeah. So they played against no him, that's what I'm saying. No link there, right? There's no, no nepotism there. <laughs> if he's good, he's good, you know. Okay. There's been plenty of players with, like, famous football dads and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, sure. You NBA know, obviously well. it means that they have the in to get into that and also the money to be put into the training and the kit and stuff like that. But, you oh. know, like, um, yeah. 
What's the name? Uh, LeBron's son? Yep, Bronny James. Not necessarily that he's good, but he's good enough with a bit of nepotism to get in. So I think what will be interesting is whether NBA... Sorry, this is a real tangent from the World Cup, but whether NBA would be the league that's most likely to have father-son-brother relationships Mm -hmm. because the NBA, I feel, relies so heavily on, like, genetically being tall that, you know... Football, maybe, I think size matters less, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Do you think, and so, do you think NBA players would um, find wives who are tall as well? <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I think that's quite a good tactic because. Get some WNBA. Players. Yeah, like, obviously, uh, basketball players are really skilled. Mm. But the height, you know, you could be really skilled. You're all 5'5, five, five, you know, unless you're, I think, Muggsy Boke, who was a really, really short NBA player who lasted, like, He's an outlier, or like Isaiah Thomas, who's like 5'10", 5'11". And I have a mate who like is so happy he was an NBA player because he's like, the dream is still alive for us, which <laughs> at the tender age of 25 or 26, in my case, That's the time. Sure. That's the sure. time. <laughs> I mean, speaking of, I don't know if you want to talk about this on the podcast, but it's quite big news in sport. Oh, really? What? The, I, uh, no, I don't. The uh, airballers? Uh, who are the airballers? Uh, they're the, the top team. In the Whitechapel division, uh, James has started a, um, what do you call it? A recreational league. A recreational league. Um, so it's just like a, well, an amateur league where there's six teams, well, with however many teams on a roster, it's like five to nine players, but really it's about six to seven players on each team. And you just, so you've got to play each team uh, twice, so you can, it's ten 10 games a league and then where we finish in the standings um, you then play like two rounds of playoffs essentially like a knockout but it's fair to say it's not going too well <laughs> it's fair to say so you won your first one yeah great news so we were really hesitant me being me and a few mates uh, because like we've never played because we always play like cage basketball like we're just as Street rough, basketball. Exactly. Street we're rough basketball. as ever, probably fouling. And then we were worried that won't translate to a game with an actual referees, scoreboard, whatever. <laughs> if I just kick people in the knees. Exactly. <laughs> like, if you're going to lose, or if you know someone's going to score, you got to just grab them, moment, you know? Um, but we won our first game. And we had a cele- celebratory five guys. We haven't had one since. Oh, no. Oh, um, no. How, how many games is that? What's, what's your loss-win ratio? Uh, I think we've now played six games. That's not that many. I thought it was more. We've won one. Okay, five Technically, we've won two because we've been given a win. Slash, there was a forfeit because one of the teams didn't have enough players. So we don't know whether that win will get rescinded. But currently, we're actually A win's fourth. a win. A win's a win. Fourth. You know. Out of I six? was saying the Qatari and Saudi Arabia people are funny, <laughs> but the corruption is real. <laughs> corruption. Honestly, <laughs> give the referee a fiver. Does you want them? <laughs> um, um, alleged. That did not yeah, happen. Yeah, no, sorry. Did not happen. Any of the <laughs> other people in this uh, league, this Whitechapel league, you know, if you're watching, you know. Just... The, uh, what, what are the funny ones? Oh, so... Because you didn't get to choose your name, right? No. Um, the Airballers is quite a good name. I like but it. But maybe rightly a <laughs> uh, name. Because an airball, for those who don't know, is 
when you shoot your basketball and then it just doesn't touch the rim like you're like off that bad they were just kind of taking the piss out you weren't though yeah i think they knew they actually knew um but there's other my favorite one is called hoops i did it again (laughs) uh, who are also the champions from last year um, but it's kind of it shouldn't be allowed to give them a name that good because with a name that good you can't lose I know I know but yeah we'll, we can keep updating you um, how things are going but it's fair to say I mean you wanted to even document our process which actually the fact they said no is more reason to because it adds to the drama they said no I did it anyway it's like Jordan with his Jordans should I, should I do a secret hidden camera? Yeah. Like yeah. outside I'll do like the proper equipment. And then inside just like a little, <laughs> little phone camera just comes out. <laughs> but yeah, potentially that added pressure will make, help us get our second win and the second five, guys. Well, let's hope. Let's hope. By the time we do the next podcast, which will be what? About a year? Ooh. Yeah, six months. Six months. Six months. So hopefully there'll be a five guys by then. <laughs> but okay. So I realised we kind of went on the tangent. Back to the World Cup highlights. Um, I think we've spoken enough about the World Cup, but... <laughs> so not back to the World Cup highlights. <laughs> but a, a few roundup highlights, I'd say, is, as you said, career getting through mm. and uh, make well, Ghana, I think, beating Uruguay. Mm. So a bit it's of revenge insane. there. So good. Um, at a time where... There was a time Japan and Costa Rica would go through, and which have, which have meant Spain and Germany would have crashed out. It ended up being Spain and um, Japan going through, but the story of Japan beating Germany and Spain is just shows why everybody loves watching the World Cup. Not, not only that, but um, there was potentially a change of format in the World Cup where... Um, they want to change it so there's 48 teams instead of... But didn't they, after this World Cup, decide that they might not? Yeah, so because of the... Honestly, this World Cup has been a massive success. Mm-hmm. Massive success. Especially um, in the group stage because every game felt like who's going to go through. Mm-hmm. There's been some times where you, you know, two teams are on maybe six points, the other two on zero points, they're already through. But this one, maybe also there was a debate about the performance is so high because... Because it was a Winter Olympics, mm. all the players are in season mode. They're at their peak of their powers. Uh, d- during the summer, they would have had maybe what? I don't know how many weeks, but September to August to like really battle-harden, or to May actually, battle-harden their uh, campaign, trying to win the Champions League, whatever, etc. And that has meant in the World Cup, we see more tired players. Mm. Whether that's a good debate to keep in winter? Possibly. So they actually had like a summer holiday. Obviously they're training like hell over it, yeah. but like not going instantly from competition Premier League season yeah. to World Cup meant that was bad? Is that the idea? Well, so they technically went straight from competition, but they weren't, they didn't have as much fatigue Did they? for a whole season. What, when, what competition? The Premier League. So the Premier League stopped for the World Cup. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you, you know what I mean. I, I know mean, exactly. Like you actually have a summer. Exactly, exactly. To train. For both um, Premier League and World Cup. Um, but no, but because of the success, I think they're thinking to... So this will be in the Mexico, Canada, uh, America World Cup, which is the next the next host nations. Um, they might revert back to 48. Why 48 could be good? You just get more countries. Like, imagine, I don't know, other countries that are not as fortunate. But maybe you don't want that. But um, 
can participate in the World Cup is just the participation, the um, how when you feel pride of your nation being in the World Cup. Does you know cliche bring a country together? But also, this is the top quality football we want. Mm. I don't want any participation <laughs> trophies. Yeah, but. But I, you know, as much as they're saying it's good for, if, well, it possibly benefited the World Cup having it during winter, it also meant the momentum for the Premier League got paused. Yeah. Which, for Arsenal, is a bit, is, is a bit of, you know, kicking the teeth, to be honest. Yeah. So as our resident football expert, of course, give me a summary of what's been happening with Arsenal, like, mm-hmm. what's been happening in the Premier League and why is it has been so exciting? And why is this bad? Okay. I've never been in this position. I know. I will say, actually, considering this is our, our test out of a, the sports-only podcast, we will do a movies-only as well. Um, I, th- I think I've been doing quite well. I think you've I been think doing, doing quite great. well. But move, that, I was doing well until this moment. But moving on, um, I think Arsenal is um, good. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite good, yeah. Quite good. Um, <laughs> good start. They started strong. Uh, don't put me in, I, I feel like I work better as like the, the, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to me. Um, I feel like it's quite interesting that with a season with Man City doing so well with Haaland, yeah. we've still kept so many points ahead. I think we've been first the whole time. I Honestly, I think about right, yeah. And that's insane considering the fact that not just first, like by a lot of points, yeah. you know, I think, um, Coming into the World Cup, we were... Was it seven points ahead? Uh, five points. Five points ahead, okay. Points. And then coming out of the World Cup, we got even more, right? Yeah, so At one point, we were like eight, seven, eight points ahead. So the first game back, Arsenal won, obviously. Well, the thing is, that's with Jesus out, right? So that's why this pause has been so disastrous for mm. Arsenal. Not only was their momentum so high, they were five points clear, um, but then there was like this break, so you like... I mean, potentially it gives rest to players, but it just means momentum stalled. Yeah. Not only that, but our top striker, what our top, if not second most important player injured because of our system where, because he's so good at like attacking front, so he would defend at the front and like just really press a lot, which means all our other players get more space to attack. Um, and he was out for three months, so he should be back around mid to probably late Feb, which Seems is a lot a of time. a long way away. And... I will say, to be fair, considering it actually has been about half that time, Arsenal have still been killing it. Yeah, so... I don't know what they've been doing, but it's still... Well, it's helped. It's been a World Cup, so we've gained a month of his injury recovery. Mm. But, so, since coming back, we've won... So we beat West Ham and drew against Newcastle. Yeah. So, when we beat West Ham... Uh, City actually drew against Everton, I believe. So we actually, as you say, were seven points clear. Beautiful. Newcastle were playing dirty tactics. They kept running down the clock so it was a nil-nil. But Newcastle, who's another surprising team, mm. backed by Saudi Arabian uh, like company or maybe the state, who knows. They probably all are. Um, they have been actually one of the surprises of the season. So, yeah, it's a, it's a mixed thing. It's been a really good World Cup, but for Arsenal, losing Jesus, losing momentum, but yet still five points clear. Could be possible. Which Could be possible. After last year, when I thought we were guaranteed top four. As long as we made top four this year, it's been a successful year. But 
now after this, if maybe we can add some, uh, add to the transfer window, like add a few nice players, maybe in attack and uh, in midfield, mm -hmm. that would really help us because our depth is a bit lacking. Obviously, like losing Jesus and all that. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. I mean, it's not looking as good for the Arsenal women's team. No. Who we've become quite good supporters of recently because yeah. the first game I've ever been to, okay, Arsenal women's game at, at freaking Emirates at the Emirates. So how yeah. was that? How was your experience? Oh, it was. You know, I was excited for it, but honestly, coming up those stairs and just hearing <sighs> it was just like I was like, wow, I actually am. I do quite like sports. Yeah, I do quite. Like Have it. I converted you? Converted it's been me. what. Coming up to nine years, have I yes. finally ingrained in you that sports Arsenal go great? Are you an Arsenal supporter? Yeah, for yeah. sure, an Arsenal supporter. I, I mean, say, I knew the answer, but it's a beautiful. Just want to get on record on camera. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was it was amazing. Um, so your first game was against who? Arsenal um, against Tottenham. Of course, North London derby. Shout out! Not a bad game to start. Yeah, and it was like what the biggest turnout. Yeah, yeah. Like it was it was record breaking. It was mad. Um, and fudged numbers a little bit, but oh come on, James! It was full. It we were there, it. and it was full. Okay, sure. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, I haven't been to an Arsenal men's game where I'm sure it gets really full, but no, it so seemed pretty. That was full not to my me. issue. It's more like the recorded. So they record the tickets sold mm. rather than the attendance. And the the tickets were quite cheap, which is nice. Yeah. I recommend no, anyone I, go a to great a women's game. It's just yeah. as good, and it's so much cheaper. So, as we speak now. Uh, Chelsea are top, Chelsea women's team, who won last year mm. on 27 points. Arsenal on 24 with a game in hand. However, the big uh, devastating news is that Beth Mead mm. and Vivian Maidemar mm. are both got ACL injuries, which two, uh, well, the, the top two attacking and just yeah. players basically in general for Arsenal. But they're holding pace, they're holding pace. Is there a chance that they can still win it? So who's left? Because there was also someone else was injured, right? Uh, well, Leah Williamson was injured, Is she but back? she's back now. She's back. Captain, okay, so. so there you go. That's that's something, I guess. Yeah. So I think. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I think it's a good team. It's just hard. Well, it's just losing your. That's mad. Top two players will hurt any team, right? Yeah. But. I believe on the 15th of Jan, mm. which we might go to. I'd we might go to. to. Let's do it. Um, actually, could it be 15th? Because that feels like Wednesday. Either way, <laughs> very soon, Arsenal playing Chelsea. And if we, yeah. if we beat them, then it could be all to play for. But otherwise, right now, I think you'd say um, Chelsea definitely are in the driving seat. But fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Eh? Fingers so crossed. more Arsenal games for you? More Arsenal games and you know maybe we'll even do like a little live commentary. Oh that'd be very nice. That'd be so cool. To the, to the women's game. Um, I, I, is that all for our sports for the year? Yeah uh, well I do have a a more off topic story. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you know who Man Manuel Neuer is? I do not. Okay. Wait, well so he's a German goalkeeper who plays for Bayern Munich. Mm. And so he was at the World Cup, obviously had a dev yeah. He's bad. Not, not good, it's basically. Bad. Um so I think he went skiing for a little break before going to the um going back to the Bundesliga. Mm. And you know, this is a one of the top athletes in the world or let's just, he's a goalkeeper, or whatever, but he's 
one of the top athletes mm. in the world. Play the World Cup. Exactly. And he broke his leg. Ski. Which... Oh, my God. Which... I... Obviously, you know, devastating, bad, whatever. Yeah. Isn't it a little irresponsible? Is it not, like, for example... Good point. People you know, break like, their legs skiing all the time. It's not the most safer sports. Let's, yeah. let's be honest, right? Is it, are people giving him shit for it? Or what's um, I haven't seen the reception, actually, but I, I personally think that it's ridiculous that, especially midway through the season, if it was, like, just after the season ends and you got a few months, even then, I'm like, you're a professional athlete. Surely there's... Also insurance. Does he get paid now? I'm not entirely sure. I'll give you an update. But just on thinking that he's going to miss now, basically the whole season now, mm. it's been confirmed. And Bayern Munich looking for a replacement. I mean, I mean, it could, could destroy his whole career, broken leg. Like, that's like, awful. But do you think, you know, could you not say the same about, like, uh, driving sports cars or, like, other dangerous activities that people be part of like are they not allowed to like live a normal life that's a really good point that's a really good point in some ways i do agree with you but i agree with you maybe more on a personal note for him like that's a bit risky for you but it's your life you know like i do feel like a lot of the time like oh i feel like i'm gonna you know this is bad because okay I feel like this is something all sports fans agree with and that you can tell I'm not a sports fan for this. Okay. I feel like uh, sports fans feel like they own players and, you know, kind of as people. You know what I mean? So, like, for example, let's say Jesus had got injured um, doing something that we wouldn't like. I don't, I don't know, like cheating on his wife and then jumping out a window. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you are going to cheat on your wife, you might as well jump out the window. But, but like, you know, it's, it's like, fair enough then. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand from that point of view, I would be so upset if that's like, okay. if he was an idiot and he ruined our chances. And you can you can say that about this guy, right? Is he being an idiot by going skiing? But also, like, as much as it is dangerous, it's not like he's jumping out windows. Yeah. So it's like, at what point is it just like, let them live their lives? You know? So, just a few counterpoints. I think you make a really good argument that, you know, skiing is not a uncommon thing for the rich. Um, driving sports cars depends how fast. If you mean just driving a sports car, like surely that's fine, right? And but skiing inherently is it's and maybe it's just from what I'm viewing it as, like you're jumping quite high, and the impact on your body is a lot more than I would say than driving a car. Like if say he stubbed his toe and got out of the season, I think it's quite unforgiving, but. I think it's more the active choice of doing this activity. Like, I think, uh, if you mean, like, driving a sports car and, like, doing some, like, uh, yeah, right on a dirt track, yeah, yeah. I would I would agree with that. Or even if you're, like, testing out Bugatti and going crazy, which mm. to us, they probably would. They probably do. Right? But that, that's my point. Exactly. Like, at that point, is that fine, though? Because it's their career. It's their life. But that feels, and maybe it's just, even just driving this really insanely fast car feels a bit safer than jumping from a slope and landing. But either way, this is, I feel like it's a good enough comparison to be like, would you be annoyed at him for getting in a car accident? I feel like no, right? No. If he's not drinking, drinking and driving away. Yeah. Here it's just a sport, you know? But it's not like he was just playing basketball. Skiing. Skiing. <laughs> you know? You know what? I think let's take the podcast skiing. <laughs> but I agree with you, it is, is quite a reckless thing. But I think, you know, who is it for us to judge him for doing reckless things? 
Which is that's like, fair enough. That's fair enough. That's what I think. But then I wonder, and I doubt it, because my opinion would be, actually no, no, I guess stuff works out. But yeah, okay. I was just thinking, like, let's say it was a, a another drug, and someone skewed and broke their leg. Is it okay to fire them? Well, that's the thing. I don't really understand the whole sports and firing and stuff and what, you know, because, for example, with um, uh, Aubameyang, they had to legally keep him on for ages, right? They couldn't just fire him. Uh, well, they could have, but he probably had a termination of a contract clause. Well, that's what I'm saying. Patron. They couldn't just fire him. Yeah. Right. Oh, I guess so. But I guess that's like saying if you had a job and you said, okay, I have a clause that says if you fire me, yeah, you yeah. pay me. Whatever. But then I'm sure there's injury and insurance stuff as well there. Like, for example, like, how is it any different from them hurting their leg in practice? Or breaking their leg from a, from a bad kick? Because of the cause. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Let, let's, let's do some research and chat more in the next Yeah, podcast. sounds good. <laughs> Which will be soon. We will actually start doing this more regularly. Yeah. Hopefully. I think... Uh, so, just to wrap up, I guess. Mm. Recording it, I think, could be quite fun to do it more. Um, just because... I'm trying to get a bit more involved in the behind the scenes of it, like, because you're definitely the the master editor, the you know the guy in the chair, if they call it. Is that what they say? I don't know. <laughs> the Dan it. in the chair, or but, um, yeah, I think it'd be really fun to just edit a bit more, create a few more thumbnails, which I will, yeah, get a bit more involved. I think get a bit more excited, but podcast will mean we'll do it more. Yeah, well, keep an eye out for James's talented work. <laughs> I think um, you'll really tell. If you did side by side, <laughs> all the thumbnails or whatever, you'd be like, yeah, James, I'm bad. But we'll see. Well, listen out for our next podcast, our 10th one. Yeah, wow. Um, in this kind You're of... You're going to give a little tease about what it might be about? Well, it's, it's movies and that's all I can tell you. <laughs> we did the sports, now let's do the uh, movies. Okay, great. Fantastic. Um, and uh, see you around for everything in between. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Signing out. Signing out. Thank you.